again pounding targets in the southern Gaza area. I'm Ann Carrick, Fox News. The intense renewed offensive causing new concerns about civilian casualties. Fox's Nate Foy is in northern Israel. With more than 130 Israeli hostages still in Gaza, Hamas refuses to release the remaining women. Shortly after leaving Israel, Secretary of State Antony Blinken disputed Hamas's claim that Israel violated the ceasefire agreement first. It came on in because of Hamas. The IDF says it hit more than 200 Hamas targets in Gaza, including in the southern city of Han Yunus, where leaflets warn Palestinians to move to evacuation zones. Many did not. The cost to property and life is severe. Ceasefire mediator Qatar says efforts are underway to renew the truce. At least 193 Palestinians are reported killed, 650 wounded since fighting resumed Friday. The health ministry in Hamas-run Gaza says the death toll has surpassed 15,200 and 70 percent of those killed were women and children. A judge hears dismissal arguments in former President Trump's Georgia election interference case. A lawyer for former President Trump argues putting him on trial during the 2024 presidential race would be the most effective election interference in the history of the United States, slamming charges as a violation of free speech and telling a Fulton County judge if the former president were to win in 2024, Georgia could not try him until after he left the White House again. Prosecutors want a trial start in August of next year, a judge not ruling on any of the motions and is yet to set a trial date. The former president has pleaded not guilty to charges of conspiracy to overturn the 2020 presidential election in Georgia, brought against him and 18 of his allies. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. America's listening to Fox News. I'm Dana Perino, co-host of The Five and co-anchor of America's Newsroom. Join me for my brand new podcast, Perino on Politics. Every Monday, I'm going to talk to people I trust in politics as they tell me what they're seeing and thinking in the 2024 election cycle. This week on Perino on Politics, I talk with my very good friend, Carl Rove, and we talk all things that you need to know to be the smartest person at the holiday party if anyone asks you about politics. Available now on Apple, Spotify, and foxnewspodcast.com. I'm Benjamin Hall, Fox News correspondent and New York Times bestselling author. Join me for my brand new podcast, Searching for Heroes, launching December the 4th. Every Sunday, I'll speak with a few silent but noteworthy heroes, everyday people who illuminate stories of compassion and are true embodiments of heroism. Make sure you subscribe to this series wherever you download podcasts and leave a rating and review. Hey, good morning, Motor City. Happy Saturday, everybody. First Saturday of December. And it doesn't feel that cold by comparison. (laughs) True. It's not two feet of snow on the ground. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, a couple days ago, it was, what, 19 degrees. (sighs) So (laughs) we are uh, definitely enjoying uh, a balmy 39 right now. And (laughs) it doesn't look like it's going to snow. We really haven't had a big... You know, full-blown Christmas storm. kind of snow. Right. And right. Then, it's know, coming, buddy. No storms yet either. <laughs> yeah. Boy, I'm, I've already uh, been on the lookout for salt, you know, for the sidewalks yes. and, uh, and yep. the driveway, you know, getting all that stuff uh, ready. Such oh. a fun time of year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we're in the Christmas mood. We're in the Christmas spirit. And there's so much going on around town this weekend. 
to get you in the holiday feeling as well, like cookies with Santa over at the mm-hmm. Ford House. That's always fun. Handel's Messiah of the Hill Auditorium in Ann Arbor. And Candlelight, which is a tribute to Adele Oh, at Masonic. And I know you have a list of a few things as well. Yeah, this one's super cool. Great Lakes Crossing has sensory Santa visits. And that's tomorrow from 10 to 11.30 a.m. by appointment only. And okay, children, you know, do you know what that's about? Yeah, it's um, children on the spectrum. Uh, or oh, with other special needs, needs can visit with Santa, Santa and, uh, and, and they welcome like sensory friendly environments and dimmer lights, you know, softer music to make kids feel more comfortable. And, and, uh, of course, Santa is going to be there for the kids and the parents too. What a cool thing. Yeah. One of those things, uh, most of us don't think about very often, but, uh, boy, that's nice. Also, uh, please help us recognize and honor those who have served our country and worked on the front lines to keep us safe. We're doing something where we're asking you to nominate Michigan military first responders and frontline worker families that you know of who are deserving. And we're going to give them gifts of Christmas this year. You can get all the info and make your nomination right now at WJR.com. It's called Christmas on Us. All right. Lots to talk about in the world of sports. It's a busy weekend, and Dave Rieger, our producer and sports director on the Great Michigan Weekend, is here with our update. Dave? Morning, Jim. Jim. Uh, we're going to uh, start out start this out morning. morning. I'm hearing it. I'm hearing too. it. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. I'm, I've Go got ahead, a, Dave. I've got an echo myself here. Um, um, we're gonna, so last yeah, so night was the... Last night was the Pac-12 championship. Washington, they beat Oregon 34-31 to win the final Pac-12 championship. Washington will now be the first team in the college football playoff. While Michigan tonight takes on Iowa in the Big Ten championship in Indy, the Wolverines are looking for their third straight Big Ten title and looking to punch their ticket to a third college football playoff. Jim Harbaugh back on the sidelines after serving his second three-game suspension of the season. Michigan, they're favored by 21 and a half points. And here's the interesting part about this game, Jim. The over-under for this game is 35, the lowest, the lowest over-under since 2000, since 2000. For, a, um, for a game. And what's even, even more even crazy more about this game, game. Iowa's team total, total for the game is six and a half, and a half. which means that Vegas doesn't Vegas expect Iowa to even score a touchdown. Score a touchdown. Wow. So, so I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's We've crazy. never seen, like, like uh, a, I think it's also the largest, largest point spread ever spread in the history of the Big Ten Championship. So, yeah, so if that's crazy. If, if everything runs like it should, should Michigan should, should um, win easily. Win. Other conference championship games today include Oklahoma-Texas for the Big 12 Championship, Georgia-Alabama for the SEC Championship, Louisville-Florida State for the ACC Championship, and the final college football rankings, they will be announced tomorrow at noon. The Red Wings, they're in Montreal tonight to take on the Canadians. And the Pistons are welcoming in the Cavs tonight to LCA as they try and break their losing streak. Jim, listen to this. Detroit has lost 15 straight games, setting a franchise record for the longest losing streak in a single season. The Pistons have lost 14 consecutive games three times in their history. 1979-1980, 1993-1994, and 2021-22. 
So, so we're hoping they get off the uh, the losing streak soon. Yeah, I'm hearing uh, sports people talk about they should just blow up the whole team, but uh, it's it's the beginning of the season. You can't really pull the plug and start over at this right, point. Right. Uh, but yeah, you feel bad for everybody involved because uh, you know the players are trying their best. Coaches are going to be ripping their hair out, but it's it's tough, man. When you are in that that kind of funk. It is really hard to break out. Right. Right. Uh, Michigan uh, basketball there in Oregon tonight Oregon to take on the Ducks this afternoon. And the Lions there in New Orleans tomorrow to take on the Saints at 1 p.m. Trying to uh, wipe off the bad taste in their mouth from Thanksgiving after being off for 10 days. Yeah, I think uh, there's so much pressure on this game. man. It's going to be uh, it's going to be tough for the players. But I, I think they've had plenty of time to look at everything to analyze to think about what's going forward we don't appreciate it when the uh stories pop up during the week though that say we're going to be weaker defensively uh this player's out this player's questionable so you know the thing about the lions though anytime that's happened so far this season where we we've got a couple of people on the sidelines that have been great somebody else steps up so keep your fingers crossed say your lions prayers everybody there you go. There That's you go. your sports. All right. Thanks, Dave. It's, uh, what, 13 minutes after 8 o'clock. There is a lot going on already as people uh, get ready for the holiday season. A lot of fun things happening. We're going to be talking more about that. So if you don't have any plans and you want to get out there, you want to, you know, get into the spirit, take the kids somewhere, stand by for that. Also, coming up next, Cam uh, has an interesting uh, discussion for us to talk about what not to do. When you're going through the drive-through window, and this is according, <laughs> according to the people who work inside, right? The the drive-through employees, the drive-through workers. Yes. Okay. All right. We'll get into that coming up next when the Great Michigan Weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Stay with us. This is the Great Michigan Weekend on WJR. Your inside scoop on shows and festivals around the state, sporting events, and all the places people are gathering in the Motor City and around the state. Once again, here are Jim Harper and Cam Carmen. Welcome back, everybody. The Great Michigan Weekend for Saturday and so many things going on around town. You got Noel Night. We're going to be talking uh, in depth about that a little later. Mm -hmm. That's a huge thing. The Midtown Detroit and Cultural Center is where it is. It's an evening that starts at 5 uh, they have an open house of Midtown and the Cultural Center, and all of the different holiday traditions are celebrated here. So it's very diverse, live music, holiday shopping. Uh, the local businesses there will be open up, pop-up winter marketplaces. Santa will be there. And, Santa! Uh, Santa! And food trucks and restaurants. <laughs> and the best part is it's all free of charge. And more oh, on that. that's awesome. Coming yeah. up. All right. Uh, we were talking about this earlier in the week. Cam found a uh, a discussion by people who work in fast food at the drive through windows and the, the things that really bug them that we <laughs> do, right? Yes, it really ticks them off. But uh, first, I might start with a story of my own. I went to a Subway store to, just to get a sandwich, and a lady had just walked in right before me. And she was going to, she said, I'd like a, a foot long to the guy, the guy gets the bread out. She goes, he goes, what kind of bread would you like? And she goes, mm, hold on. And she calls somebody on her phone. What kind of bread do you want? 
so he, she said, okay, okay Italian. Italian. Okay, what do you want, do you want on, on it? Oh, uh, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So she, he wants, anyway, she spent five minutes on the phone with whoever she was getting the sandwich for. And this poor kid, people started piling in behind me. This poor kid was looking at me, giving me this stink eye. I'm like, ah. So anyway, so know what you want before you go in. But, but anyway, anyway um, things, things that the fast food workers, workers can't stand, stand you do. Too. Here's your warning. warning. Okay. They can't stand when you smoke or vape. Right, because that, would, that would blow through the window, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, being, being indecisive, indecisive like that lady. Right. Know what you want. Yeah, be prepared. Yeah, And then um, placing a massive order. Just go inside. If you have a big order. Just go inside. And I have some more coming up, too. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's uh, – there's a couple of things you got to consider. First of all, you know, let, let's try to be uh, human beings here, you know. We uh, we, we just uh, have to get along with each other. So try to uh, be courteous. Think about other people. If there's a line behind you, you know, you don't want to be uh, taking up all kinds of time. And everybody's in a hurry. That's why they're in their car. So Exactly. <laughs> Have a little <laughs> courtesy there. Also, the indecisive part is is ridiculous. I mean, talking to somebody and then getting a feedback and a translation and, you know, <laughs> relaying it to the person. It's just, that's just yeah. silly. It's just, uh, boy. That, it uh, also drives them crazy, crazy when um, someone from the passenger seat tries to say their order because they can't hear you. you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I guess if you were in the window, you would have a lot of stories yes. about uh, how people are, or or somebody's got a car full of kids, like they're bringing kids uh-huh. home from a, from hockey practice, and uh, and then the mom turns around and says, "Okay, what does everybody want?" Oh right. my god, that would take five minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. They say playing loud music is also very annoying. Some people even hand the fast food worker garbage in their car. Hey, can oh, you like, throw this away from me? <laughs> That's kind of tacky. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's kind of tacky. And then, yeah. And then uh, the last thing I have uh, was just uh, when adults order happy meals for their kids, it slows the workers down. There are too many options they have to go through. Like, do you want nuggets or a cheeseburger or fries or apple slices or milk or pop? What toy do you want, girl or boy? Oh, boy. That's a lot to consider. Uh, All right, we're going to take a break here, come right back and uh, tell you more about things that are going on around the state. And uh, we've got trivia for you, too, and a great prize coming up here on the Great Michigan Weekend here on News Talk 760 WJR. Now, if you're wondering about dinner tonight, Hungry Howie's is making that choice easy peasy mac and cheesy. You can try Hungry Howie's all-new mac and cheese pizza. That's right. That is not a typo. They've made a mac and cheese pizza, and it just it looks delicious, and I've tried it. I'll tell you, you know, I'm a regular standard pizza guy, but I love this. It's loaded with fresh mozzarella, mac and cheese. There's panko breadcrumbs on top, so you get that crunch. And your choice of flavored crust, including the new cheese puff flavored crust. It's got to be Hungry Howie's cheesiest pizza ever. Try it as a treat tonight. A medium is only $10.99. And if that isn't enough cheese for you, the mac and cheese bowl is now part of the mix and match menu for a limited time only at Hungry Howie's. You've got the great Michigan weekend on WJR. 
with a unique take on the fun side of news and events and the movers and shakers making things happen in Detroit and around the state of Michigan. Here are your hosts, Jim Harper and Cam Carmen. All right, welcome back, everybody. There's so much to do around the state. Boy, if you uh, have been having trouble getting into the Christmas spirit or you're kind of anxious about the holidays, uh, consider getting out of the house and doing something. For example, Frozen is at the Detroit Opera House. Mm-hmm. Holiday of Hope fundraiser for the Volunteers of America of Michigan, the M1 Concourse in Pontiac. And they've got the Marcellus Blues Symphony going on at Orchestra Hall. Yep. Uh, Christmas Carol, Meadowbrook in Rochester, which I hear is just phenomenal. Million Dollar Quartet Christmas at the Fisher. And that's music from Elvis, Jerry Lee Lewis, Carl Perkins, and Johnny Cash. All right. (laughs) Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. Hey, uh, this is kind of cool. You know how uh, the Hallmark Channel just goes nuts for Christmas. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I have to say I'm a sucker for those movies. I, Are I you? Yeah, there, there's a like couple the that I watch that we watch every year because they're, they're so good. Uh, the one about, um, I think it's called A Royal Christmas. <laughs> I with, wouldn't uh, know. Lacey Chambert, and she falls oh, in yeah. love with a guy and finds out he's a prince, you know. I mean, oh, of course, <laughs> yes. You know, and uh, and then she goes back and visits his home country, and uh, his mom is the queen, and she doesn't like, uh, you know, Lacey Chambert. Of course she, not. She's right. a commoner. It's, oh, it's a classic. Anyway, uh, Hallmark is doing something called the Christmas Cam. Really? Uh, yeah, it's spelled C-A-M. C-A-M. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's it's a camera. They have them all over the world, actually, mostly in uh, the U.S. And they've actually got one of these set up in Harbor Springs. Oh, really? Yeah, it's okay. part of the 2023 Hallmark Channel Christmas Cam live stream feed. And uh, they turn it on every day at 10 in the morning until 10 at night. And you get this great shot of Harbor Springs downtown. They put a Christmas tree up in the middle of the downtown street, the main street through Harbor, and it's just beautiful. It's a huge tree, and you can still drive around it, uh, but uh, if there's snow on the ground and the lights are on, it really looks cool, so and check Harbor that Springs out. Harbor is beautiful any time of year. Yeah, it really is. All right, uh, speaking of uh, winter, we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago when it first uh, changed. With the time thing, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the uh, daylight savings time, uh, which was driving Cam and me nuts. And I know yes. a lot of you people, the people talk about it on Facebook every day. Oh, great. It's dark at 430. Uh, just bumming yeah. people out, <laughs> people feeling depressed. So they always talk about this thing called seasonal affect disorder. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, it has something to do with the vitamin D and the sunlight and how it affects your brain. And your mood. So uh, they often recommend that you buy these lights, these special UV lights. And you're mm-hmm. supposed to turn these on and sit in front of it for a few minutes, just a few minutes uh, in the morning. And it's supposed to change your mood because now you're getting artificial sunlight and it kind of tricks your brain. Correct. So uh, years ago, I tried this, probably 10 years ago. And it so just did <laughs> it did not work. It, it, you Same. Know, <laughs> It wasn't cheap, and I used it. It didn't work. Well, I think they have, you know, kind of figured out how to do this properly because I went online and bought one. It looks about the size of a of a 
you know, an, an iPad screen. Okay. And so it's maybe uh, 10 inches by 12 or 13 inches. Mm-hmm. And it's got a nice stand and it plugs in and it just got one switch and you turn it on and they recommend you, you sit in front of it for 20 to 30 minutes. You can move around, you can watch TV, you can read okay. or, or uh, text or, you know, go on the internet. As long as it's on, you don't, and you don't have to look at it. So it's bathing you, all right? Okay. Bathing you in this artificial light. Now, I started it about two weeks ago, and I was doing it every morning, and uh, I was, you know, timing it, because they say, don't don't do it too long, or you may overstimulate yourself. Oh, really? Okay. (laughs) And not be able to to go to sleep. So uh, anyway, I've been using it for a couple of weeks now. And I, I gotta say, it works. Really? So how? Tell me how it's worked for you. Well, here's how it's worked. Here's how I can tell that it works. Uh, I don't get depressed, and I don't think about it. That's that's how I know it's wow. working. It it I never think anymore. Boy, I'm depressed, or this darkness is bringing me down. So it's not like, you know, I have a hundred percent more energy. Or, you know, I can feel anything going on in my body. It's just that it's out of my mind now. I never, that is awesome. I never think about it anymore. And it dawned on me, I wonder if this thing is working. And I thought, yeah, of course it's working because I don't think about it anymore. So wow. I'm not doing I'm, a, a sponsored plug or anything. Right. And I, uh, I'm thrilled to hear that. I yeah. do have a friend who suffers from that seasonal affective disorder. And she has to. Uh, use that every day and she's used it for years they actually moved to california really because she was so affected now they're back but but i guess the technology has improved obviously as you said i need to know what this product is you text me and tell me what it is because and and you said it's 30 minutes about 30 minutes a day 20 to 30 minutes and then if you want a booster they say do it again in the afternoon around five so at, at five I turn it on again for like 20 minutes and then I just don't think about it. Now, naturally when I look outside and it's four 30 and it's starting to get dark, dark, it, you know, I do still say, geez, I wish it didn't get dark, but I don't have that ugh, feeling. Yes. Now. Like I have for the last <laughs> three <Yeah>. weeks, <laughs> that, that darkness we've talked about it. And, and a lot of people have said the same thing where it just, it just kind of brings you down. It throws you off. Uh, you feel right. like, boy, when I get up, it's dark. When I, you know, I know drive home from work, it's dark. Yep. Uh, so I don't, I don't uh, know why it got better, but it seems like they've improved the technology. And I, I do know, and I, you know, I'm certainly not a health expert or a scientist, but there's a gland right in your forehead, like where they say your third eye is. <laughs> okay, you've heard that before, right there in the center. <laughs> yeah. There's a gland gland there called the pineal gland. And when you're in sunlight, it gets stimulated and vitamin D is a part of this. And that's what regulates your uh, circadian rhythms and everything. And and that's what we have a lack of in the wintertime. You know, it makes total sense. I'm, oh, I really want one. I it's, but you don't have to just stare at it. You said, no. this, right. You can, you can read a book, you can watch TV, you can, right. 
Right. You can even okay. get up, get up and walk around because it, it, you know, it floods the room. Oh, it does. Oh, yeah. all right. And you're not, I'm... you're not supposed to look at it. That would, well, first of all, it would blind you. So you don't yeah. want to do that. But uh, yeah, you want to just leave it on like a sun lamp. Yeah. Okay. But you don't have to cover your eyes and you can still watch TV. You know, that's what I do. <laughs> and you uh, you got it on Amazon? Yeah. Oh, and amazing. It, it wasn't super expensive, but it wasn't cheap, mm-hmm. which is okay with me because that means it's it, there is something there. It's not just, right. <laughs> you know, a, a crummy little device that's mm-hmm. you know not really worth much. It, uh, but it, you know, I think if you talk to a doctor, they could explain it much much better than I can. Mm-hmm. But the proof to me was uh, the fact that I don't think about it; it just doesn't pop into my head. You know. And I, I don't even think about it. So it's, it's kind of disappeared from my whole kind That's of brain. Awesome. So. That's awesome. I'm so glad to hear that. That's probably yeah, going to be very helpful for a lot of people. Do you take vitamin D? No. That's I a good should. thing. Yeah. Well, that's part of this because that's what you're depleted True. of when you don't have sunshine. Your body doesn't have as much vitamin D running through your system. So if you take a daily vitamin D, plus it uh, fights COVID and all the you know mm-hmm. ten thousand new diseases we have every right couple of weeks, you know, right. all that pneumonia stuff and flu, uh, it can't hurt you. Right. Oh, so, I'm excited. This is going to be great. <laughs> all right. Well, maybe you know what? Why don't you just uh, leave it to me, and I will get in touch with Santa. And maybe oh. if you've been good, it'll be under your tree. <laughs> what if I haven't been? Uh, yeah, no, that would be awesome if Santa's listening. <laughs> uh, I'm laughing because I'm thinking of an episode of The Office where, you remember Creed, the old guy? I didn't watch The Office, but. Okay, there was an old guy who was, his name was Creed, and he was really creepy and weird. And uh, Santa said, well, have you been good? And he said, well, not really. Uh, so, so you've been naughty? Well, not naughty. Not really? Um, it, what if it was like evil, like truly evil? <laughs> and we know that's not you. So I'll no. pass it along to Santa. And we're going to take a break and come back. We're going to do some trivia and uh, have a chance for you to win. We've got a pretty cool prize lined up. So stay with us here on the Great Michigan Weekend on News Talk 760 WJR. This is the Great Michigan Weekend on WJR. Your inside scoop on shows and festivals around the state, sporting events, and all the places people are gathering in the Motor City and around the state. Once again, here are Jim Harper and Cam Carmen. Hey, welcome back, everybody. 843 here on Saturday. A little warmer today, which is good. I mean, not not, uh, really warm, but we'll take 40 degrees, right? And uh, also a little reminder here to download the WJR app. And that way you'll have us right on your phone. You can listen wherever you like. You don't have to worry about uh, connecting with any devices. But you can also stream through WJR.com. I know a lot of people do that. Alexa, Google Home, it all works any way you want. The new WJR app. Check that out. All right, let's do a little trivia here. A chance for you to win tickets to see Amadeus Electric Quartet. That sounds interesting. In yeah. December 22nd at the Emerald Theater in Mount Clemens. Give us a call and you will win tickets valued at 98 bucks for the Amadeus Electric Quartet in concert. And uh, that's a really good show. 
And of course, we all know Amadeus uh, from the movies, but they're doing a, a kind of an arrangement of pop and classical and rock. So it should be fun for everybody. And uh, if you want a bonus chance to win, you can always text keyword Emerald to 800-859-0957. Our rules are at WJR.com and tickets are available at the EmeraldTheater.com website. Here's your question. How many ghosts show up in Dickens' Christmas Carol? How many ghosts show up in a Christmas Carol? Think about that. And if you want to take a shot, give us a call at 1-800-859-0WJR. That's 1-800-859-0957. Good luck. All right. Uh, (laughs) It was coming up for weeks. There was a lot of hype. (laughs) And the last week they had the, or this week, I should say, they wrapped it up and did the finale for The Golden Bachelor. Mm -hmm. And Cam got into this boy so deeply (laughs) with both feet you you got into the show it was such a brilliant idea the idea of course if you if you don't know what we're talking about the they took us a guy that was like 72 i think uh and they call him the golden bachelor Mm -hmm. guy named gary he was married for a long time to his high school sweetheart she passed years ago his beautiful uh adult daughters and you know just a cool guy just a regular regular joe good looking guy And uh, then they had all of the available bachelorettes who are also age appropriate, all women over, I would say, 60, you know, some of them. 60 something to 70 something. Okay. So uh, they were hyping it and saying all kinds of things about, oh, you're not going to believe the finale. Something's going to happen that's never happened on any of the bachelor shows. And uh, then the finale was the other night, and I was texting Cam, and I said, oh, yeah, we're going to watch the finale. What time time is it on? And you said, it starts at (laughs) 8. So we decided we would skip the first hour and then jump in. That was a wise choice. Right. So we watched the final hour, and, yeah, it wrapped up. But (laughs) I don't think it made fans like Cam – very happy. And I'll let you take over the conversation from here. <laughs> I was, you know, I was so into this dumb show just because it was so different. Honestly, I have never watched a Bachelor show at all, ever since they started making them. I've never watched it, but I thought this one's different. So sure enough, you know, I'm in it all season long. And then Wednesday, this past Wednesday, the day before the finale, this Hollywood reporter published published a story about Gary saying he was no golden angel. That's right. And allegedly, allegedly, he had a uh, he had chased a relationship a month after his wife's death, which he said, "I have not dated. My heart was so broken. I I've never dated since she died." They apparently dated a, one and a half years, and she, her name was Carolyn, moved into his house, which he had said, "Oh, we built this house together," and I. Uh, um, she ends up saying he was a cheapskate <laughs> and would make her Venmo his uh, him money before before they went out to dinner mm. so that at the end of the dinner, it would look like he was paying for everything. Oh, no. Yeah. So she and they lived together. She Venmo her half of dinner? <laughs> yes. Oh, but God. then he looked like the big shot at the end. Oh. Um, 
And then uh, she claims he wouldn't take her to his high school reunion uh, because she had gained 10 pounds. Wow. And then they broke up. This is a whole different uh, picture of Gary. Yes, it is. Now, this popped up as kind of a gossip story. And when when I told you about it, because I think we found it first, your first reaction was, well, you can't believe everything. Correct. I thought that. And then I thought, you know, the press is just after any kind of thing. And these half half of these tabloids, they just make up stuff because they have to fill the pages. But uh, apparently it's uh, he they asked him about it and he said, I'd rather focus on the future. He did not deny it. Ooh. Gary. Gary. So, so fast forward to the next day, the big reveal. And they kept, like you said, they kept teasing this, you know, bachelor ending will shock you to your core. And after those two hours, Gary finally picks the mousy Teresa, which I I didn't care for. I don't like, I didn't like any of them. Lynn didn't like her either. (laughs) No, she's, but, but it was interesting because she's very tiny and it's like, oh, so we know Gary likes small ladies. (laughs) Hopefully she doesn't gain 10 pounds. Is is that a thing now? No. I only like small ladies. Right. I'll I'll make you lose 10 pounds if you gain any weight. So we're waiting and waiting for the big twist. And I was texting with our friend Ray, who we love. And she's like, come on, what's happening? Where is the twist? Where's the big announcement? The only big announcement was he picked Teresa and they're going to get married on tv next month and they're going to italy that's, i'm like yeah yeah that's, that's it that's not much of a reveal in fact don't they all when they pick the final person and they give him the final golden rose or whatever it is mm-hmm. isn't it assumed that, that yes. they're proposing yes so then it's why like, was that why was that uh, mind blowing? I guess because it's going to be next month and because it's going to be um televised. I don't know that any of the other ones were televised, but I was so let down. It was <laughs> such a disappointment. I kept thinking, "Oh, Joan is going to come back and she had to leave the show, but now he's going to pick neither of these women and Joan will be back and they'll get married." Well, yeah, and the other thing that happened right before the, the the last woman was there were two, you know, because mm-hmm. that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. So the the one that he did not pick, she thought she had it in the bag. And I guess they do this thing where right before the, the show wraps up, you get to spend the evening together, mm-hmm. okay? a private evening together. Fantasy suites. <laughs> an overnighter. Okay. Yeah. So the next day, you know, the, they were talking and she said, uh, boy, it seems like something's off, Gary. What's uh, what's going on? I'm getting a, a weird vibe here. And uh, he finally confessed to her that he was not going to choose her. Right. So this girl, this poor girl was devastated. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, last night, you know, you just said you loved me. Yep. Which, you know, geez. It was an overnighter, and and you said, I love you, and and, and today you're saying, I don't want to pick you. So that was on the show as well, and I thought that was really, that made him look really bad. And he was crushed, too, because he, you can tell he's a sensitive guy. But I thought, you know, as we're waiting for the thing to wrap up, I thought he was going to come back and say, I'm not going to pick anybody. 
I've hurt too many people. I don't like rejecting folks and people have been crying and I don't deserve to be happy myself because I've ruined everybody's life. So I pick no one. But of course, no, it wrapped up like a normal show. Right. Now, he, yes. He picked, he picked one of the women and then, you know, they had the proposal and they were doing this thing in Costa Rica. And That would have been the bombshell everybody was waiting for. If he just walked or, or yeah, yeah. or yeah, cried his way off the stage or whatever. And when he dumped that Leslie, it was like, whoa, that's not who that was a little bit of a surprise, but that wasn't anything that hasn't happened in the show's history. You know, right. I also was thinking uh, if, they, if they really had a big twist, it might be, you know, he said, well, I pick you and, you know, will you marry me? And then somebody in the audience was going to stand up and say, he can't marry you because he's still married to me. To me. Yeah. <laughs> which Something which like that. technically this Carolyn woman could have been that, <laughs> could have been that person. Well, they I didn't think, get married, but yeah. I think the show, the ABC show really burned a lot of fans because, because your reaction was quite common. People saying, well, that's mm -hmm. it. I feel so betrayed. I, you know, I feel like I, they played me. That was a dumb climax. It was not, yeah. you know, it was not a mind-blowing, never-seen-before thing. And, uh, you know, that was a waste of two hours. A waste of a whole season, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I mean, I will never. And then I said on the Facebook post I made, I, I said, I'm never watching again. And then one of my smart aleck friends said, oh, yeah, you will. But I won't. I'm done I'm with that dumb stuff. Yeah. yeah, we we haven't watched any of them either. We're not, uh, you know, we're not really into those kind of shows. But I I know they've been on. They've been on for a long time. I think a long time, been, and and I think that's why they tried the Golden Bachelor because it's kind of running out of novelty. Right. You know, it's running out of steam. So it wrapped up. I think you know, and then of course the next day, Gary and uh, the woman were on. Uh, what's her name, by the way? Uh, Teresa. Joanne. Okay, Teresa. Teresa. And Gary were on all the shows, you know, like the ABC Good Morning America and, and making the rounds. But man, the, the, the buzz on this just dropped like a rock because I think people felt really like they were betrayed. Yeah, it was so anticlimactic. And it's like, oh, <laughs> next. <laughs> yeah, it was just, and I know she was mousy. She was just not really like dynamic or, I mean, well, nice lady, but. The other thing is, when they were asking her, uh, you know, hey, when you did the, uh, you know, when you guys had the, the sleepover, mm -hmm. uh, did you have a, a, a feeling that Gary was going to pick you? And she ended up saying, and this was kind of cringeworthy. She ended up saying, well, I knocked his boots off. Yeah. Ew. And you could see everybody kind of cringe, cringe. <laughs> especially his adult daughters just have yes. a look on their face like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> so then a lot of people were saying, well, that must have been what switched him off the other woman. Exactly. So From how embarrassing is that for the other woman? <laughs> First of all, but you I know, felt he so bad for her because I don't I didn't like her at all. No, um, nobody should have to be that correct. humiliated on correct. national TV and five million viewers or whatever they have. I don't know. You get what you sign up for. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but he did. You know that that Gary. He told that woman. He told Teresa, and he told the previous one. He said he loved them all. Oh, really? And, yeah, and I guess that's a no-no in Bachelor world. 
You're not supposed to say I love you. Well, nobody wants to hear that unless, of course, you really mean it. And it's it's not like uh, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. You can't, you know, if when friends say it, it's yeah. usually I love you or, or yeah, I yeah. love you I, or I love you guys. You know, you make yeah. it clear that it's not romantic. Right. Uh, so for him to say that in a in a quiet, intimate moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you just. Everybody knows that's just not nice. I think the writing on the wall with Leslie was when she said, I'm so in love with you, Gary. And he goes, that's a nice sentiment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't think Gary's going to have a lot of fans going forward. And uh, we'll see how this works out. But you know, you know, they're going to come back and do a a reverse version with with an older woman. (laughs) Golden Bachelorette. Right. And if it's Leslie... I'm not. I'm out. I mean, I'm really out. I'm not watching anyway, but especially if it's Leslie. All right. Hugh from Livonia knew that there were four ghosts in the uh, classic Christmas Dickens story, A Christmas Carol. Four ghosts. The first one was Jacob Marley, his ex-partner. And then past, present, and future ghosts were all in there. So, Hugh, enjoy the Amadeus concert. We're going to take a break and come back after the news with our number two of the Great Michigan Weekend on News Talk 760 WJR. WJR Detroit. Continues. I'm Paul Stevens, Fox News. Israel pounding targets in southern Gaza today, ramping up a renewed offensive that followed a week-long truce with Hamas and gave rise to more concerns about civilian casualties. With more than 130 Israeli hostages still in Gaza, Hamas refuses to release the remaining women. Shortly after leaving Israel, Secretary of State Antony Blinken disputed Hamas's claim that Israel violated the ceasefire agreement first. It came on end because of Hamas. The IDF says it hit more than 200 Hamas targets in Gaza, including in the southern city of Han Yunus, where leaflets warn Palestinians to move to evacuation zones. Many did not. The cost to property and life is severe. Fox's Nate Foy in northern Israel ceasefire mediator Cutter saying efforts to renew the truce are underway. The health ministry in Hamas-run Gaza saying the death toll has surpassed 15,200, adding that 70% of those killed were women and children. A judge hearing dismissal arguments in former President Donald Trump's Georgia election interference case. A lawyer for former President Trump argues putting him on trial during the 2024 presidential race would be the most effective election interference in the history of the United States, slamming charges as a violation of free speech and telling a Fulton County judge if the former president were to win in 2024, Georgia could not try him until after he left the White House again. Prosecutors want a trial start in August of next year, a judge not ruling on any of the motions and is yet to set a trial date. The former president has pleaded not guilty to charges of conspiracy to overturn the 2020 presidential election in Georgia, brought against him and 18 of his allies. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. America's listening to Fox News. New. 
from the Fox News Podcast Network. I'm Emily Campagno, and this is the Fox True Crime Podcast. And I had nothing to do with her disappearance. I sit down with the people who lived the nightmares. I was in shock. I was just devastated. The investigators who tirelessly worked on the case. And I really hope that they can catch this guy. Bringing you closer to the story than you ever thought possible. Listen and follow now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. These are the stories that keep you up at night. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, listen to the all-new Brett Bear Podcast featuring Common Ground, talking to lawmakers weekly from opposite sides of the political spectrum about the issues of the day and how Americans can find common ground in a politicized world. That's just not happening on Capitol Hill. It takes leadership, right? Yeah, it absolutely does. Along with all your Brett Bear favorites like the campaign, the candidates, the all-star panel, and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The first woman to serve as a U.S. Supreme Court justice has died. It's exciting to be the first to do something, but I did not want to be the last. Sandra Day O'Connor did succeed. A Westerner, pragmatic conservative grandmother, she made history as the first woman on the nation's highest courts. Ruth McGregor was Justice O'Connor's first law clerk. She says her one-time boss took her experience as a prosecutor, later a state senator, to forge a consensus-minded strategy to deciding tough cases. She called it sensible solutions to thorny political and social questions. Fox's Shannon Bream there. Sandra Day O'Connor died at 93 due to complications from dementia. A member of Congress expelled on Friday in an historic vote. The expulsion of George Santos has given Republicans an even slimmer majority in the House of Representatives. Santos' seat is likely to be filled by a special election that will likely gain significant national attention. Congressman Anthony D'Esposito represents the district next door and thinks Republicans can continue their election success in New York. We've taken a an island, Long Island, that was, uh, you know, purple, if not blue, for a long time, and now is a bright shade of red. Democrats, though, hope to capitalize and win back a district that Democrats held for a decade before Santos flipped the seat last year. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. A federal appeals court pausing for now enforcement of a federal government regulation allowing abortion providers to get federal family planning money, but only in Ohio, where state health officials there said the policy took money away. Away from them. Soon after President Biden took office in 2021, the White House made rules to allow groups with abortion services to get the funding again. A dozen states with the Republican attorneys general challenged that rule. I'm Paul Stevens, and this is Fox News. I-94 eastbound east of Mount Elliott. We've got a crash blocking the right lane. Please watch for delays. And I-94 westbound at Little Mac. That accident has now cleared. Keep in mind in Monroe, 75 north and southbound at Luna Pier. Shut down for weekend construction. And that's the case until Monday morning at 7 a.m. Please seek an alternate route. And I'm Lorna Stevens, WJR. Traffic and weather first. Rain is going to push out early on this Saturday and then cloudy through the afternoon with a high of 45. Some more clouds tonight with a low of 38 and a wet Sunday with showers likely and a high again in the mid-40s. From the Weather Channel, I'm meteorologist Jeff Marr on 760 WJR where Michigan comes to talk. It's the Great Michigan Weekend on 760 WJR. It's your bird's eye view of everything cool going down this weekend in Metro Detroit and throughout the state of Michigan.
Here are Jim Harper and Cam Carmen. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Happy Saturday. The Great Michigan Weekend here on a 40-degree Saturday morning for December. That's not bad. You know, I'll take we're, it. We're still, uh, we're still counting our blessings. We haven't had a real blizzard. And uh, it worked out well for travelers around Thanksgiving. And here we are looking at the first weekend of December already. Wow. The, uh, <laughs> the year has just flown by. But uh, lots to talk about today. So many things going on around the state. If you want to get out of the house and get out there and get into the spirit, the Nutcracker at Macomb Center for the Performing Arts, you got the MAC Championships at Ford Field, the Bronx Wanderers at the Andiamo Celebrity Showroom in Warren, and you have a list of a few things too, right? I do. The Cirque Dreams Holidays at Fox Theater, Celtic Woman Christmas Symphony, Music Hall in Detroit, Christmas Music Hall in Detroit, and then uh, Ann Arbor Holiday Art Fair in Celine. Okay, so get out of the house, maybe call up uh, the grandkids, you know, make a day out of it and and pick one of those things because there's so much going on, especially around this time of year. Okay, uh, in addition to things going on around the state for the holidays, it's a busy weekend for sports, and Dave Rieger is in right now with an update. Hey, Jim. Uh, So we're going to start out. This is a championship weekend going on here for the uh, college football. Okay. It started last night with the Pac-12 championship. Washington, they beat Oregon 34 to 31 to win the final Pac-12 championship ever because you know that most of the teams from the Pac-12 are moving to the Big Ten next year. So they won 34-31. That means their ticket is punched for the first team into the college football playoff. Michigan, they're going to take on Iowa tonight in the Big Ten Championship in Indy. The Wolverines are looking for their third straight Big Ten title, and they're looking to punch their ticket for their third straight college football playoff. Jim Harbaugh back on the sidelines after serving the second three-game suspension of the season. Michigan favored by 21.5 points, and that it could be the largest ever for a Big Ten Championship. The over-under for this game is the lowest since 2035. And what's even more crazy is Iowa's team total for the game is 6.5 points, which means that Vegas doesn't even expect them to score a touchdown. So if everything goes by chalk, this should be an easy win for Michigan. Other conference championship games today include Oklahoma-Texas for the Big 12 championship, Georgia-Alabama for the SEC championship, and Louisville and Florida State for the ACC championship. The, co- the final college football rankings will be announced tomorrow at noon, and there could be a lot of craziness that's going on here with one lost teams maybe getting in or not getting in, undefeated teams uh, maybe like Florida State maybe getting in or not getting in. So there will be a lot of discussion about that. Uh, moving over to hockey, the Wings, they're in Montreal tonight to take on the Canadians and the Pistons. They welcome the Cleveland Cavaliers to LCA tonight, and they try to break this losing streak. Detroit has lost 15 straight games, setting a franchise record for the longest losing streak in a single season. The Pistons have lost 14 games consecutively three times during the 79, 80, 93, 94, and 2021, 22 campaign. So the Pistons, they need to get back on track. Michigan basketball, they're in Oregon to take on the Ducks this afternoon. And the Lions, they're in New Orleans tomorrow to take on the Saints trying to wipe that bad taste out of their mouth from Thanksgiving 10 days ago when they lost to the Green Bay Packers. 
So uh, it should be very interesting to see what happens with these college football games today and also with the Detroit Lions tomorrow. What's the line on the uh, Lions game? I think the Lions are favored by, uh, did I say three and a half maybe? Maybe a little bit more. Um, (laughs) They should should win. Um, New Orleans is a tough place to play. Uh, Derek Carr... Is here's the here's the here's the problem. Derek Carr, if he gets injured or if he has to step out for a little bit during the game, I'd be worried about Jameis Winston, the backup quarterback for New Orleans. Yeah, well, it's one of those deals where uh, nothing that you can look at logically comes into play for the Lions this season. All the games we thought would be the toughest turned out that they weren't that way. All the games where we thought we would just roll over somebody, we didn't. And, uh, and then of course, you know, boy, you talk about nail biter. It's not over till it's over that Thanksgiving game. If we'd have had another two minutes on the clock, it could have gone our way. Or, you know, if, uh, if the onside kick, which I've never really seen work very well, but had that just gone, <laughs> you know, sideways, it could have been, it could have been a whole different game. So uh, you know, Lions fans will be glued, but uh, you're going to see a lot less uh, commentary on Facebook and Twitter uh, about, oh, well, I'm leaving. This is over. Right. Or, you, you know, the, the funny thing is um, not last week, but the week before that, when we won in the in the last couple of seconds mm-hmm. the game prior to Thanksgiving, there were people who left uh, in the third quarter. Left the oh, game. Re- yeah, yeah, exactly. That's we're, what we used to do in the old days. <laughs> right. We're losing this. The Lions blew it. I'm I'm going to beat traffic and get out of here. And, of course, those are the people driving home, and they're hearing this uh, nail-biter game. And, of course, the Lions, Lions ended up winning. So we'll wish them all the best, all your favorite college teams the same. And we're going to take a break and come back with some uh, suggestions for those of you who are still feeling a little depressed about the holidays. You know, I'm not talking about the sunshine. I'm just talking about. Uh, Cam got into this a little bit a, a week ago. Yeah. It's just—it's a sad time of year for some people. The the reminders of people that we've lost. Yes. Uh, some people just find themselves mathematically alone, you know, because everybody's doing something different. Got some advice for you from the uh, health experts on ways to fight that depression. Coming up next when the Great Michigan Weekend continues here on News Talk 760. WJR. This is the Great Michigan Weekend on WJR. Your inside scoop on shows and festivals around the state, sporting events, and all the places people are gathering in the Motor City and around the state. Once again, here are Jim Harper and Cam Carmen. All right, gang, a little reminder here that WJR is proud to be announcing our annual Christmas on Us campaign, and this is such a nice thing. You can help us recognize and honor those who have served our country and worked on the front lines to keep us safe. You can nominate Michigan military, first responder, and frontline worker families that you know who are deserving, and we're going to give them a gift of Christmas this year so you can get all the details and actually make your nomination at wjr.com it's christmas on us all right if uh, this isn't your favorite time of year if you've got uh things going on in your head that uh kind of bum you out or uh you know uh 
just not in the spirit. And every time you turn around, everybody's acting happy and, you know, all in the, in the festivities and that makes it worse for you. We, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Cam was, uh, courageous enough to tell us that this is something she goes through. Yeah. Every year, you know, I have, uh, not so happy anniversaries, uh, this time of year, you know, I've already said that, but I, um, it's just really hard for me and Christmas is better. Uh, even though it's my mom's birthday and she passed away in 2007, um, it's better because the kids are older, but I still get so caught up in the stress of it. You know, I have a list today, got to get bows. I got to get a flat gift box. I got to get this and that and that. And it's still just, oh, it's so, I don't like it. I can't wait till it's over, but it is, it's lonely. It's a lonely time when you don't have loved ones uh, anymore. And my dad's birthday is the 21st. He's no longer with us. So just a tough month for me. All right. Well, nobody has a, you know, magic pill for this, but there are some things you can do that are natural that uh, might help you out. So think about this. Do you enjoy eating fish, Cam? Are you a fish eater? No, no. (laughs) Okay, we'll cross that one off. Okay. (laughs) But fish consumption is linked to lower depression because of the uh, fatty and oil things that are in there. Mm. That omega-3s can help. Oh, yeah. But if that's not your bag, then they say eat more vegetables. Nope. Actually, (laughs) two to three cups of vegetables every day, buddy. Forget it. No? All right, let's move to the next one. Nuts. (laughs) Sorry, no wonder. You like nuts? Yes. All right, well, nuts to you. They are super (laughs) packed with mental health benefits. A handful, just a handful of nuts every day can be linked to a lower risk of depression. So I don't know what Does your favorite say kind what is. kind? Because I love cashews, but they are okay. so full of fat and salt. But you might want to go uh, get another uh, jar of cashews because it's on the top of the list. Is to it? Depression along with almonds, walnuts, hazelnuts, pistachios, even Brazil nuts. Hmm. They say it is almost like taking an antidepressant pill. Wow. Yeah. All right. So if uh, I can put up with the weight gain, I won't be You won't get fat off of eating a handful of nuts. <laughs> You're not going to get fat <laughs> off that. Dark chocolate. Ooh, magical powers in dark chocolate. Uh, loads of health benefits. We've heard that for years. Fiber, yeah, yeah. iron, magnesium, and antioxidants. That's another pill you should take, magnesium. Oh, I know. I've heard that too. Yeah. Dark chocolate prevents symptoms of depression, positive effects on your mood and your mental health. They did a big study at the College of London, and they say people who ate dark chocolate had far lower odds of reporting depression than people who didn't eat chocolate. I do like like your peppermint peppermint patty. patty. All right. That counts. That's dark chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then the last one on the list here, blueberries. They've been they've been prescribing blueberries to fight postpartum depression. We oh. serious serious depression for years, and it's worked out quite well. So they say if you are having a little struggle with uh, anxiety and depression and just feeling blue around the holidays, blueberries, dark chocolate, then you got your uh, nuts, particularly cashews. And then vegetables increase your intake of veggies. And the, the last first one was uh, 
fish, fish consumption. The, you know, the fish with the uh, omega threes like salmon. All right. right, not the fish and chips <laughs> that I so love. No, not a fish witch either. <laughs> so, uh, something to think about there that might help you out. I mean, hey, it's worth a try. Every I little know. bit, you know, maybe uh, you know, you add this stuff up, and it it kind of helps out. All right, uh, we're going to take a break, and uh, let's see. We've got a, a number of things going on. We're going to be talking about the 49th annual Noel Night coming up in just yeah. a little bit. Also, I want to take a moment here to acknowledge our Hungry Howie's Hero of the Week. This is a good one. Uh, I got a letter the other day from Marianne who writes, I'd like to nominate my daughter, Heather Marie Weeby. I think that's how you say your last name. Heather Marie is a teacher for students with special needs. She has the patience of a saint, and her students are her kids. She gives her all for every recognition, and it just breaks my heart. She is now pregnant with her first child, a baby girl, and we are thrilled. And with working full-time and giving all to her students, she could use a little pick-me-up. So Mom Marianne Petrus wrote us about Heather Marie. So Heather's going to be our Hungry Howie's Hero of the Week. We're going to send you and mom some gift certificates for a large Hungry Howie's pizza. And uh, try that new mac and cheese. You're going to love that. (laughs) And if you'd like to nominate somebody, you can write us at hero at wjr.com. That's hero at wjr.com. And uh, we'll try to get that in in the next couple of weeks because we think, along with Howie's, that what this world really needs right now is a lot more heroes, and we know you're out there. Okay, stand by. We're going to take a break and come right back with more of the great Michigan weekend here on News Talk 760 WJR. You've got the great Michigan weekend on WJR with a unique take on the fun side of news and events and the movers and shakers making things happen in Detroit and around the state of Michigan. Here are your hosts, Jim Harper and Cam Carmen. All right. Good morning. Welcome back to our program. We have 40 degrees in Detroit. So if you're going out today, you probably won't need your puffer coat. Uh, Still a little chilly, but not uh, nearly like it was in the beginning of the week when we had 19 degrees in the morning. All right. uh, Lots of things to do in town this weekend. We've got the Detroit Urban Craft Fair, Michigan's longest running indie craft fair at the Masonic Temple. Elf. In concert at the Grand Rapids Symphony, and comedian Ashley Gavin is at the Royal Oak Music Theater, and I think Cam has a few things going on as well. I do. You know, the Detroit Public Theater's Holiday Cabaret is going on. Holiday Lego. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. The um, Holiday Lego brick a bracker <laughs> no, the Bricktacular, that's what it is. And uh, that's in Auburn Hills. And the Taylor Swift Lookalike Contest at Lakeside Mall in Sterling Heights. Gotta I'm, go for that I'm, one. I'm entering in that one. <laughs> I am definitely going to be in, in on that. I want that prize money. There you uh, go. Okay. Uh, in addition to the things we mentioned, there's a big thing going on. The 49th Annual Noel Night bringing wonder to Midtown Detroit. This is huge. Huge. And it kicks off today, opens at 5, and we have Sue Mosey on the line with us. She's the executive director 
of Midtown Detroit to tell us all about it. And boy, we would it would take an hour to cover everything going on. But <laughs> Sue, first of all, welcome. And are you ready? Yeah, thank you very much for having me. And yeah, we're we're uh, we're in good shape for tonight. So the weather good. is also definitely cooperating. Um, so anyway, I mean, sort of breaking it down. There's a hundred venues, so it includes all your traditional museums uh, that are open for the evening. The Detroit Public Library, uh, everything that's um, you know sort of over in the Wayne State. Uh, area, Old Main, the new Hillbury Gateway Theater has performances tonight that are free to the public. And then you have the whole Midtown neighborhood that had, there's probably about 70 of our businesses, our restaurants, our bars that are all open tonight with specials and shopping and music and um, arts and crafts activities, takeaways, giveaways, all kinds of stuff going on tonight. So we have about five or six major marketplaces, so lots of shopping opportunities, right, for really unique gifts. We have a big one in a tent at Woodward and Warren. Wayne State's hosting one in their Welcome Center. CCS has their annual blowout big alumni and student art uh, art sale, about 130 artists over there selling wares. Detroit Artist Market has their big annual holiday sale. And Blick Art Supply has a huge sale with artists over there tonight. And then we have a huge pop-up vintage sale going on at the Majestic Theater Complex. So lots of shopping, lots of food. Not only does Midtown already have a ton of restaurants, um, but we have a lot of food trucks that are coming in this evening, both at the Scarab Club and over at our uh, main corner at Woodward and Warren. Um, lots of performances. There's 80 performances tonight, all free to the public. Oh. So everything from very, we have a, a big opera uh, going on over at the First Congregational Church with the Detroit Opera, and it incorporates uh, the Detroit Puppet Company, and it's a huge opera puppet show on uh, winter <laughs> and animals that you love and find in the winter. Uh, so that's there's four of those shows going on tonight. The public library is fully reopened this year. We have a lot of uh, uh, we have a big puppet company over there, the Cardboard Theater Puppet Company, and they have a lot of make and takes and all kinds of other activities. I think the Detroit Youth Choir is over there doing Detroit, uh, doing two performances in their auditorium. So uh, we have a beautiful vocal group called Autovia that's doing two shows at the Symphony and the Cube. Um, and we have over at the Canfield Warehouse that's sort of our rocking section over there in the uh, on the Shinola, Shinola block. We have a um, a big group coming in from Brooklyn, a big jazz group. We also have a big group coming in from uh, another one from New York coming to MoCAD doing French uh, music over there. So, again, everything is just a big open house, free to the public. You can come and go as you wish, really kid-friendly, kicks off at 5 o'clock and goes till 9 in the Cultural Center, and then goes from 5 to 10 in the rest of the neighborhood. That is absolutely incredible. I mean, it's going to be a buzz. I have a couple friends who go down there every year. They say it's one of their favorite events. And actually, my daughter is a student at CCS. And so oh, we're going to head down there, too. Yeah. All right, good. Yeah, well, that sale is unreal that they do every year. I mean, if you're looking for unique holiday gifts at really reasonable prices, mm -hmm. like that is like the little gem a place to go buy, um, buy things, uh, unique gifts. All right, Sue, well, with all this going on, and boy, it's, it sounds like this is such a showcase for the Midtown area, and there's you, you, could, you would be hard-pressed to, to not find something that would just, you know, blow you away. 
What can you tell us as an insider about the best places to park and, and your suggestion on the best time to arrive? Earlier is always better, uh, especially if you want to combine it with eating at a restaurant. Now, if you're planning to come or want to come to any of the more fine dining options in the neighborhood, like Grey Ghost or She-Wolf or Mad Nice mm. or Selden Standard, any of those places, you're definitely going to need reservations. Um, but there are lots of other fast, casual, lovely restaurants like Rocco's Italian Deli that's going to be open tonight or the New Eagle restaurant that opened on Woodward that's phenomenal. Or you can go over to the Barcade, uh, which is on Selden or Vigilante Kitchen or any of those. So if you know what you want to do in advance, maybe check with those restaurants to make sure you can get in tonight. Um, but certainly you can go to a lot of the cocktail bars after the event is over as well. So, you know, you can just go to a staple like Honest John's if you want, you know, load up on some food and then head, head over. So lots and lots of uh, opportunities. We have a new um, a restaurant called Metzgal here, a New Mexican restaurant, and they're over on Forest, but they're also bringing their food truck. We have another restaurant in the neighborhood called uh, Baba Fair, big award-winning restaurant. They'll have their food truck over here, so you know it's it's you know there'll be there'll be plenty for any any uh, culinary interest out here. Well, I know you had huge crowds last year and the year before, but are you expecting maybe even more people out there this year? Or, or well, can I you think even you know weather. That? Yeah, weather is you know the weather is working for us, so I think we'll have a lot of people mm-hmm. here. Uh, some years I remember because I've been here 36 years of the 49. Uh, in the old days, we would have like temperatures like 10 below zero real right. temperatures, you know, right. and people would still brave it. But they weren't uh, the, the event didn't go all the way down to Little Caesars. You know, the event was like in the cultural center. So today, since it's so spread out everywhere, it really helps us when the weather cooperates, which it will tonight. Uh, I think we've got a lot of good publicity, you know, due to our friends at um, all kinds of media outlets, including your, your, yourselves. So I think that mm-hmm. will uh, will help us as well. And we have a good we have a good program and lots of interesting. Just in Midtown alone, I think we have 27 new venues this year wow. that decided mm. to open up and do something. So I mean, as the neighborhood grows, so the event continues to to grow and become more interesting, I think, for people. Well, so oh, one other like... thing is Carhartt, Carhartt has opened up a big new pop-up store on Canfield. Oh, that's now. right. And yeah. they're giving a bunch of great giveaways if you get over there when they open at 5 o'clock. Today. Oh, love the Carhartt. Perfect for winter. And, uh, boy, that's a really community-minded organization. We yep. do a clothing drive every year mm-hmm. uh, back when we, when we were doing the morning show. And they would show up with just crates of oh, pretty yeah clothes to keep people warm so sue it sounds like you've got it so well organized you've been doing this for such a long time that it's 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 just like down to a science and it runs like clockwork so it sounds to me with so many different possibilities it would probably be in somebody's best interest to maybe go online check out your website and make a plan i mean you can always just drive down and show up and wander around that's always fun too but for people who like to have, you know, some kind of plan, uh, you'd want to look at everything and decide where you're going to go and how you're going to map it out. Where can they find that info? Yeah, it's so noelnight.org, and then there you'll go under the, like, the schedule, participating venues. You can also load a PDF of all the 80 performances, and it's all recorded by time starting at five through the right. through the whole evening so if you're more if you really want to focus on the music and the dance and all the live presentations 
that you can see tonight, then you, you really want to you really want to print out a PDF of that whole schedule, kind of mark in advance, because you know everything else, you know, lots of things are at the same time, so you really are going to have to decide like what are the five top things maybe that I really want to see performance wise. Right. And then you probably won't make it to all of the holiday marketplaces. So if there's six of them, like you probably really want to, you know, look at, look at all of them. If you're into vintage, you want to go over to the majestic. If you're into local Detroit artists, you're going to want to go to CCS or the Detroit artist market. If you're more into entrepreneurs, you're going to want to go to Woodward Warren to the couple of, uh, markets over there so you know i think you just need to really um look through that uh that schedule okay and one of my favorites thornetta davis will be on oh yeah, yeah she, she does her big christmas show every year at noel night so she'll be over at a uh, first unitarian church again and she'll kind of close right? out the evening over there yep boy that's gonna be a great show and don't forget holiday shopping so if you haven't started yet or you're like pam <laughs> You're already stressing out. Uh, <laughs> this might be a way to wrap it all up. And uh, boy, Sue Mosey, thank you for all the hard work you do to showcase our wonderful city. And I uh, hope uh, around this time tomorrow night, you're in a nice hot bath <laughs> with a glass of wine. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll all be fine. Okay. Thank you, Sue. All right. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. All right. You're welcome. It's 943. We'll take a break. Come back. We're going to run down uh, what's available to watch, you know, what people are streaming. We also have some uh, red carpet gossipy stuff for you when the great Michigan weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. This is the great Michigan weekend on WJR. Your inside scoop on shows and festivals around the state, sporting events, and all the places people are gathering in the Motor City and around the state. Once again, here are Jim Harper and Cam Carmen. All right, welcome back, everybody. A chance for you to win in the final moments of our program. We have tickets for Amadeus Electric Quartet. This is a concert December 22nd at the Emerald Theater in Mount Clemens. Sounds like a great time. Uh, it's an evening of enchanted music featuring Amadeus, the internationally acclaimed electric quartet. And uh, you can also have a bonus chance to win by texting the keyword Emerald to 800-859-0957. Here's your question this time around. In the classic Christmas movie, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Grinch was described using these three verbs what are they mm. how the grinch stole christmas the grinch was described with these three verbs what are they if you think you know call us at 1-800-859-0wjr that's 1-800-859-0957 and good luck well speaking of holidays we uh many of us watched the christmas tree lighting at 30 rock uh, that was on Wednesday night Oh, on uh, TV, on network TV, the big okay. tree lighting. And uh, I, I don't know if you watched that, but Kelly Clarkson hosted. It was really good. She really? Okay. And still sing. I know. I know. She wow. Is, she, for, for a you know, young unknown who was plucked from Texas or whatever, and on American Idol has just become an absolute superstar and still is. Yeah. I mean, her TV show is doing really well. And mm -hmm. everybody, everybody was complimenting her because she looks great. Yeah, she, she does. 
She's in wonderful shape. And man, she was singing live and it sounded great. They had a lot of performances on. Uh, some of the comments though, were not very kind about <laughs> Barry Manilow. Uh, <laughs> God bless him. We love Barry. He still sounds good. But man, when they did a close up, yikes. I mean, it wasn't just filler and, and, and Botox. No. It was like somebody grabbed the back of his scalp and yes. pulled, pulled it and then tied a knot. Oh. I mean, the only thing tighter than, than uh, Barry's face was Savannah Guthrie's pants. Oh, really? She was wearing leather pants, which made no sense because, uh, you know, all the Today Show people were there. Uh, also, Cher was on and sang, but it was pre-recorded and it was auto-tuned, so it was not great. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, she does have that kind of auto-tune-ish style. She does. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So people uh, generally liked everybody, though. Catherine McPhee was on. It was a really good show, I thought, despite the fact that while this was going on, there were there were protests down there oh. uh, happening while this show was going on, and you you couldn't you wouldn't have known. You know, they they got around that, and they had a lot of uh, security, of course. Uh, this is a cool thing. The cast of Friends are all going to get together when the Emmy Awards take place in January, and they're mm -hmm. all going to come on stage together for a tribute to Matthew Perry. Oh, how nice. Isn't that oh, cool? That'll be very nice, yeah. Yeah, they're going to share some personal memories, and uh, that is going to be really well-received because it hit everybody pretty hard. Yeah, it did. That was awful. That was awful. Mm, it was. Did you uh, have something about the Royals? Yeah. <laughs> you know, sorry, two happy stories and now this, but uh, a Dutch publication now is claiming, uh, remember back when uh, Harry and Meghan were on Oprah's show and they yeah. said there was discrimination when right. baby Archie was born and that they weren't naming names, but apparently the two ro Royals who had commented on what color the baby's skin would be were revealed in this book. Apparently, they were Prince Charles, and we all thought it was going to be Princess Margaret, but it was Kate Middleton, mm. according to this book. I don't know. <laughs> but those two, you know, just when things start settling down, right? Uh, everybody's forgotten how, you know, fame-hungry they are and self-centered. Something else pops up. I don't know. If, I don't if, either. Did you believe this or right. In what context it was said, or whether it's accurate, or you know, if it was in a court of law, the first thing a lawyer would say or a judge is, uh, "Is did you actually hear this, or is it hearsay?" Correct. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, yeah, things travel, and plus the uh, with the Dutch publication, things can get mistranslated, or you know, the language thing. I don't know, but how's uh. How are they reacting to this in Britain? Do you know? They... <laughs> Stiff upper lip. Yeah. Deny. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of deny, did you hear this thing about uh, your buddy Taylor Swift? Uh, yes. The, she is trying to, you know, squash down the rumors that she was actually secretly married to this boyfriend, Joe. Yeah. Joe Alwyn or something. Yeah. Joe Alwyn. They, they, he, stories are popping up saying they were actually married and Taylor Swift's 
PR person said the other day, no, enough is enough. These are fabricated lies. There was never a marriage ceremony and uh, of any kind. And they they broke up in April, but they were dating for six years. So which yeah, yeah she kept she kept under wraps very very well i mean for hmm. so long nobody even knew she was dating anyone hmm yeah it might be one of those deals where somebody claims well they weren't you know married per se but it was uh what do they call it uh, uh common law common law yeah yeah yeah, Maybe it's one of those deals. Hey, uh, we all love seeing Tim Allen at the Lions game. Oh yeah, <laughs> boy, Detroit loves Tim Allen. And, I know they do. Uh, yeah, it, it was great. He was he was so funny. Uh, he is coming back as Buzz Lightyear. He is the fifth installment of the Toy Story franchise is on its way. He told Jimmy Fallon to, during an interview this week on the Tonight Show that uh, there are talks. For the return, along with Tom Hanks as Woody. Wow! See, I thought I thought uh, Tim Allen said he was done. I he guess was not he was. going to do anymore. <laughs> Come but back to know, her, I guess again. Disney's been having some tough times with releases mm-hmm. not doing well, so this would be in the bag. This would be a solid bet. Yeah. So off we go to Toy Story number five to infinity and beyond. <laughs> uh, Tim Allen and every great if Tom Hanks was back in. That would be. Uh, what else did I have here? Um, yeah, we wanted to take a moment to congratulate our buddy Jim Johnson on the oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. A long broadcasting career. I'll say. 52 yeah. years on the air. And he wrapped it up yesterday, so we want to wish Jim Johnson all the best. Uh, people in Detroit loved him. He was such a big part of the rock radio scene for years, and he yeah. outlasted all of us old guys. <laughs> he was the last old radio dog to be on in the morning. So. 52 years, did you say? 52 years on the air. Unreal. Yeah. That's unheard yeah. of. Yeah, so he can look forward to uh, still not being able to sleep in. <laughs> Good luck on that, Jim. You're still going to get yeah. up at four thirty because I, I yep. been up forever. Anything uh, you're watching these days? Anything? Anything exciting? Um, I no, actually, I think I went and rewatched something. It was a documentary. I can't remember. <laughs> it's out of my head. But I've been reading a lot lately. You know, I go through these phases where it's TV, it's it's books, it's you know whatever, but. Great that you still read books. Yeah, I love books. You know, I love my library. <laughs> now, when you read, do you need total silence? Like TV's off, music's off. I actually am so weird. I put my um, sound machine on, you know, my white noise, and then I have oh, okay. the TV in the background on mute. It's like I have, I need all this stimulation, but I'm trying to focus on my book because wow. I have a focus issue anyway. It's like, why not turn off the TV? Okay. Yeah, I, don't know. I still do it. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, whatever you're up to this weekend, uh, have a good time. Be safe. And we will talk to you guys next week on the Great Michigan Weekend. Until then, happy trails to you guys.